Welcome back to another episode here at That Talk Podcast, the best podcast to get info on business and self-growth and a community in which you can belong. We're your host. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Jose. Thank you guys for tuning in and make sure to follow us on Instagram at That Talk Pod and our YouTube channel at ThatTalkPod.com to watch a special video for today's episode. Yes, sir. Make sure to watch the YouTube video and hopefully it'll help you improve or inspire your life in some way or another. Anyways, today's a very special episode today is we have very special guests who not only are great students of business, but also are close friends, the Buttermans, a.k.a. the twins. The twin rotters. <laughs> so right now, so today we have the Buttermans, and they're actually twins, and we'd like to introduce them, both Aaron and Brian. Say what's up, guys. What's up? Thank you for having us. Thank you. Yeah, so today's a pretty interesting episode. So we've known these compas for, for a little bit, and, you know, We've actually like been able to see all their growth and all their interest and everything, and we thought that it'd be a really interesting episode to kind of just bring them on and you know discuss what they're into, like, and some of the stuff that they're into is kind of crazy if you think about it, like what they do. Yeah, so the Buttermans right here are you know not only like we said great friends, but they also have their own you know list of uh, things about them, things that they've accomplished. So I'd like to just you know before we get into it, like to talk about a little bit about what they've done. So they're recent graduates at the University of California, Riverside, which is UCR, which we attend to as well. And they graduated recently this past winter and they concentrated, uh, graduated with concentration in management. And they have a big interest in cars and car shows specifically, specifically classic cars. Am I right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they also have a YouTube channel, Twin Rodders, which have gathered millions of views and have a few episodes with over a million by itself, which involve the, the the car shows that you know that you guys started off with the hobby as mm-hmm. that's yeah right. so yeah it's all really uh interesting how that all came about so yeah that's like something crazy i think and you know it's really interesting but yeah 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 it is kind of crazy like thinking about it like that like how they've gotten like millions of views and all these videos and everything and how they've kind of built it up and how we kind of ran into these compas and how we all met and like <laughs> we we met in just like a class and it started off as just like studying and all these things and the more we got to learn about them and the more we got to, you know, engage and hang out with them, the more we realized that, you know, they're very serious about their craft and what they do. And it is just kind of crazy how you guys kind of built something like a hobby and turned into something where now you're monetizing it. So to start off, why don't we discuss the beginning and history of your guys' interest in classic cars? Hi, guys. So this is Brian here. Uh, my interest in classic cars stemmed from a few different factors over the course of 10 to 12 years. Uh, I remember as a small kid... I didn't really see anything special in in cars in general. Uh, I used to think that, I, well, I see every I see cars everywhere that I go, and there's millions of cars around me, and I don't see anything interesting in them. Uh, but my opinion shifted one day when I was about four or five years old. Uh, I was in the car with uh, my brother and my parents at an intersection uh, when my dad excitedly pointed out uh, a car, and he said, "Aaron, Brian, look over there. Uh, that's a Chevrolet Bel Air," and crossing. Crossing the intersection was a immaculately restored uh, Chevy Bel Air, and I, I believe it was like between a 1953 to 57 Bel Air. And up to that point, I had never seen a car like that before, and I was really amazed at how clean and different it was compared to the other regular vehicles around me. And my dad uh, said, that's what's called a classic car, and I was really uh, thrilled to see something like that on the road. Yeah, it's pretty interesting because, I mean, at that age i guess you would you you don't see a lot of people like our age you know like you know 21 22 like get into like classic cars so that's why it's definitely an interesting niche Mm -hmm. and it's something like really cool to see you know because it's something you know like uh, that's definitely like something that a lot of people aren't like as into at this age so that's why it's like really cool that you know you got an issue that's really like cool how 
it all kind of stems, you know, from like our parents and it kind of goes back to like how much, you know, they influence us and how we get into stuff. But yeah, anyways, how about you, Iron? How did you like get also partake in this interest in classic cars? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so for me, um, similar to Brand, it all stems from um, the influence of our dad uh, growing up around cars. Um, he, he would get us little toy cars to play with. Um, when I was like two, three years old, he was already taking me outside um, to help him change oil. Uh, so I was always around cars growing up. Um, he would put me on like the hood um, and he would have me pour the oil into the engine after he had already emptied out everything. Um, and I always thought it was a really interesting um, uh, profession and, and just really fun being able to work around what I thought was a grown-ups uh, environment um, and uh, yeah, you weren't playing with Hot Wheels huh no <laughs> <laughs> I did I did play with Matchbox cars but that's how that's how it really grew that's how it really started huh? yeah. that's, how, that's how it really started huh? yeah. The real yeah. Way. Yeah. yeah no that's really I mean yeah that's really I think pretty cool you know how it all comes about and how you guys really got into it since like the very beginning like yeah I don't know. It's just you know something really cool. You know something exactly. that that's why it's cool. You know I'm not I'm I'm not really in, into that. But then once I you know started hanging out with you guys more and you know we became like closer friends and I saw kind of like you know like the niche of it and kind of understanding more of like the like I want to say technical aspect, but just understanding more. Yeah. Like getting yeah, a better yeah. understanding. Like you could see why a lot of people like it. And it's like you know really interesting why. Yeah. Yeah. Cool I think yeah, it's um, really cool for for me personally. Like Brian's definitely the classic car geek. Like he knows a lot more in in depth stuff than me but um i think classic cars are really interesting because it's uh something that's not on the road as often but um, exactly a more they definitely stand out a lot more than yeah exactly cars. and a lot of the owners they really like to keep their vehicles clean and polished nice colors um just you know like the show that we went to tonight like the one that stood out the most was the one that was super clean super shiny super shiny nice colors and that, that's really something that that uh, catches my eye and and one reason why I specifically like classic cars rather than you know newer, newer cars, cars. Yeah. yeah yeah I was about to say that because you know nowadays yeah like I was saying kind of like you know that's for classic cars for somebody mm. people are just really you know different because people are you know they're into like you know all those like burnout cars you know, <laughs> kind of like racing fast and yeah Ferraris all that. all that stuff yeah, yeah. you yeah, don't get like the chrome aspects and, and, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For, for us I think uh, classic cars like to me they have a lot more character even the ones that are like patinaed and like yeah. kind of like like made worn down <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah this, this is a fun fact guys because today actually as we're recording this episode we had the pleasure of going to a car show with yes, we did indeed with the with the with the buttermans and <laughs> yeah. you know we got to see the ins and outs of the business <laughs> yeah and um just from you know me and jose's uh point of view we're still like very new we didn't know too much about cars and you know there's just <laughs> there's just one moment you know because it was at a, fo- uh, a little bit of that. Freeze. it was yeah. at a, the car show was at at a place, freeze, yeah. And, yeah and we're getting ice cream and then <laughs> i was in line and we we're getting waiting for our order or whatever and then, like, some guys, like, you know, getting all hype, you know, be like, yeah, like. Oh, this yeah. really <laughs> rusty old Yeah, and truck. then yeah, I was, like, looking around, I'm, like, expecting to see, like, uh, I don't know, like, a 2020 Venador or something. <laughs> like that, I turned around, it's just, like, a Mater type of truck. And I didn't understand, but once Brian kind of, ex- like, explained that, you know, it's, like, you know, those cars are very, like, you know, rare and they yeah. have, like, a lot of value yeah. to them. And I was, like, you know, it's kind of, like, interesting, you know, to yeah, see. Yeah, it, it was a late 50s Ford pickup and those are 
pretty desirable among like mid-century Ford collectors. Why? Why would you say that though? Like, I don't, I'm just kind of curious to like. Uh, I think why. the styling, like, if it were like maybe if it was like restored, A then maybe yeah. you you guys would understand more. But I think Damn. like the styling of <laughs> the styling yeah, of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The styling of the the pickup truck, I think, is really appealing. Like to me, I really like that truck. Yeah, I thought that was really cool too. Like the whole experience of actually being there and seeing all the you know like older cars and everything, and even this whole kind of like hobby. Like once I really kind of understood you guys, like it's kind of crazy, like how you guys have kept this hobby for so long. And it's like it's kind of if you think about it, it's a very rare hobby in the sense that there's not a lot of those cars out there. Yeah. So kind of seeing that and seeing like as we said, like people getting hype over that kind of stuff <laughs> is kind of funny to us. Yeah, it was pretty cool seeing going to like a car show, like because like we've never been to a car, let alone like a classic car show, and not really, you know. Well, it was kind of like what I expected, you know. It's yeah. a good sense of community that I saw within amongst the people, you know. It's yeah. like something that I've never like experienced within like a hobby like that. And then you know, it's just kind of like, you know, kind of really family oriented as well. And like it's just you know yeah. people are just chilling, enjoying their cars, like making conversations, being good friends. So I'm like, wow, this is a really cool culture, and like yeah. exactly, you know, something that. I could definitely, you know, like, get behind for sure, like, in terms yeah. of, like, you know, the aesthetics for it. So, no. it was yeah. definitely a really good experience to go Yeah, and also, I kind of like the idea of, like, how people really played the part that, like, people that went out there would really dress, like, <laughs> in, in the time period, yeah. which was really cool. So, everybody was really immersed in what they were doing. So, I thought, I thought that was, like, a really cool experience. And, you know, I would definitely like to go back. And would you guys say that that's also part of the reason why you guys are more drawn to classic cars? Just, like, in aesthetic of that time period? Yeah, I mean, me and Brian have always thought the past was... Like in a sense, a happy time period. Um, yeah, there's a lot city. of yeah. like yeah, like the whole American graffiti um, idea of people going to like a Foster's Freeze or a Burger Joint with yeah. their old cars, just hanging out and um, chilling with friends. Like that yeah. whole lifestyle always seemed kind of interesting to us, and and a good combo of like hanging out with people and yeah, yeah. neat cars. Yeah, that's another. Uh, place that my hobby kind of stemmed from i used to look up old pictures of los angeles and oh. like in los angeles or like southern california particularly like around the los angeles area uh the classic car hobby like kind of stemmed from that area and there's a lot of really like really nice pictures from back in the day of like cruise nights in like van nuys yeah and so i think like the really interesting thing about those was that um just like the aesthetic, I'm pretty. I'm assuming, and yeah. you know, kind of just seeing like how the cars were, and just I, I'm, I kind of, yeah, I see where like where that definitely that's like coming from, kind of where you get like that point of view from. Yeah, exactly. Even today, when we were kind of like going around before we actually went to the car show, like when we actually kind of saw the freeways and everything, and when you actually explained to us, so like how they were kind of designed and how cars worked like back then, according to those kind of streets, it was kind of cool to see that connection yeah. too. So. I mean, it yeah. is kind of cool that you guys are really drawn to that aesthetic as well, and that's what also makes your hobby much stronger. Yeah, speaking about, like, your hobby, like, kind of, like, tell us a little bit about, now we're transitioning on to, like, the further aspect. When did you guys decide to go to YouTube? Because I'm sure, you know, like, yeah. just, like, the car shows and the whole, like, classic <laughs> car shows as well, it wasn't just, like, you know, you didn't have plans on, like, monetizing it. I'm sure you guys probably were just, I mean, maybe you guys did, but, you know, that's why we're asking, but maybe... Yeah. You know, you guys just did it for, like, the fun of it just to show people, you know, like, your passion. So, let's yeah. tell us a little bit about, you know, the transition to YouTube and why you guys started YouTube. Yeah, so, um, I was the first one on YouTube um, with, uh, you know, my own side of things. Um, so, I, I had some exposure to what YouTube was about. Um, and I, Brian was, was taking pictures of cars. Um, uh, the very first 
car show we went to was the famous swap meet in Pomona. Uh, and so I saw that he was taking pictures and really getting into the hobby. Uh, and after that, um, when we started getting into it and going to more shows, uh, I had the idea that um, maybe we could bring uh, the car show experience to other people or right. at least capture the moment because it's you know it's a cool moment and uh a show never happens twice and so i told brian you know let's let's start capture like making videos of these car shows or at least like sharing your pictures like i wanted to increase his exposures like get his pictures out there so we started throwing um videos up on youtube um of like cars that we found special or of um you know the car shows um and uh brian had bigger and better ideas so we kind of built off of each other brian if you wanted to touch on your ideas on how you really started getting the youtube channel um popping yes so we originally started uh, uploading just slideshows of the pictures that i took this like this was like before aaron started uh, using a video camera to start filming at these shows and so like like he would just be he would just be like standing around the car shows like not doing anything. So I mean like he's good at taking videos. Like a lot of our videos are based off of like because we grew up in the nineties, you know, like that was like the time of home video. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we had camcorders, we had uh cassettes, yeah. 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 VHS. we had fruits at the so. pieces of fruit. Yeah, exactly. so definitely a rougher time back then. Yeah. yeah. But, and so yeah, I just really like the aesthetic of, like, home videos. It's, it's, like, raw video. Like, a lot of videos on YouTube are like, heavily edited with, like, transitions and music. Yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong with that, but... Yeah. Oh, sorry, continue. Yeah, but that's just not, like, what we're uh, trying to do on our channel. No, yeah, and I think an interesting point to put, like, put out, like you said, you know, your videos are very kind of, like, you know, not... Well, I'm not saying not, you know, like, pro- just not, like, over on top, you know, mm-hmm. but very, like, extra, you know, very nice, yeah. like, simple, very to the point, you know, I think that's what people enjoy. I mean, I think what's important to talk about, too, is the demographic of the people watching your videos, because yeah. let me tell you, when I, when I went to the car show today, I don't think I saw anybody under 40 at that car show. <laughs> <laughs> so I know those guys are, like, you know, you know, those guys for sure talked about the good old days and, you know, like, five yeah. cent ice cream, you know, so that's what's interesting to note, you know, like that. The, the demographic that you guys target are definitely older, so mm-hmm. I think it's interesting that, and I think they appreciate the fact that, you know, videos, like how you guys make them are, you know, so, you know, just simple and clean and to the point, yeah, you know, yeah. I think that's what they want to see. I think that's what they're used to, so do you guys think that has any, like, you know, factor into, like, how you guys made, like, uh, you know, very successful videos. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. Like you said, uh, the demographics t- tend to be older people. So I there mean, are some fewer exceptions, though. Yeah, yeah but right. like um, in general, um, you're you're definitely right about that. And um, the idea of having simple videos really stems from how we were brought up around like older, like uh, the the camcorder times where you really didn't have much to edit. So, yeah. um, and also, um, a lot of that, our videos stem from like, like the, the format of our videos stem from like old news footage that I used to watch. Cause I like, I like watching, uh, old high speed chases. Oh, okay. Yeah. A lot of, uh, stringers like in the nineties and even today, but I like like the nineties better, like their video quality better. They used to like set up <laughs> along like where <laughs> they thought that like the suspects would be going 
and I like the uh, aesthetic of the news footage as well. So that's uh, oh. another inspiration for our uh, video yeah. format. I could see that. I could definitely see yeah. that. You know, when I look, when I watch, yeah, when I think about your videos and see like what you just said right there about like you know the high speed chases. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I just like the whole aesthetic. I could see yeah. like, definitely how like that, you know, factored in and influenced it. You know, it's kind of crazy because in my mind, I'm like, wow, like this is like not like so easy. But like I, mm. in my mind, I'm like, well, it's just so like simple, you know, like just yeah. how yeah. it's all done. And but there's like a certain genius behind it, like how they yeah. make it, you know. Exactly. And it's kind of like how you touched upon it like earlier where you were saying like, you know, the older demographic does tend to like appreciate what you guys do because you guys are taking something that's kind of like you know kind of in the past like a like i don't know like kind of a rustic way of doing things but you guys put a modern touch to it which is really cool because now they kind of see things in like the present while also living in the past yeah exactly so it's really it's really yeah when these cars were new um cameras weren't like the best like a lot of the pictures are like black and white or like really grainy yeah so i think what's (laughs) what's cool about our our classic car videos is that um what do you I, call yeah, it? I could see the rust on Tomator this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's like people used to film with potatoes back then. <laughs> Pop tarts. Yeah, you could. I, yeah, but I think the point we're trying to get is you could definitely see like the detail and aspect. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I, I mean the car culture really stemmed from Southern California, so now yeah. people around the world can see a piece of California history. It's also true, actually. Yeah, no, that's really cool, and I think it's kind of like a lost like arts you know i think you do see that like in movies and stuff like that but i think yeah. it's all kind of dying out and like a new culture is kind of overtaken you know the present day so it's cool that you guys are bringing like that back and you know bringing a whole new appreciation to it mm-hmm. but you know like also just kind of curious about like your youtube channel as well twin rotters is that correct yes sir twin rotters it's just like twin rotters yeah right? just twin rotters okay yeah so I don't know if you guys, like, how many videos do you guys have on your YouTube channel right now? I think a little over 170. 170, holy shit. Wow, that's a lot. And how long And how long have you guys had this channel for? Uh, we started October 2013. Damn, bro. Oh, we sorry, just, I, I just checked. We have 201 videos. 201, 201 videos. videos. As of this recording. Yeah, it's Damn. 2021, so what, it's like eight years? Yeah, it's like around eight years. Damn, bro. Yeah, yeah so... They're very dedicated to what they do. And do you guys know, like, the analytics? Like, do you guys know how many, like, views have we gotten in total, like, around, like, everything? Yeah, I could check that, actually. I think it's somewhere around, like, 9 million views. 9 million, nine million views. views, bro. Wow. <laughs> Damn. That is crazy. It, it definitely took a while for you yeah, know, things it, to take This off. didn't yeah, happen overnight. Yeah, I'm million. sure, but you guys are too young, you know, handsome-looking, you know, that <laughs> you know, you guys are young, and so, I mean, you guys are 21, and you guys started that at what age? Uh... 2013 we were i think 14 14 man started. yeah like i don't think yeah like, i don't even know how to use like a computer at that time i think <laughs> so that's pretty you know, you know a lot perfect. of trial and error yeah, yeah. And a lot of random bursts of success yeah that, that's see that's the thing too like it like a lot of it is hard work and you know dedication but you know something that's kind of underrated is like what you just said like those little pockets of success those random yeah. pockets of success that kind of happen yeah. And those kind of things kind of took you guys to the next level. Yeah, yeah. So how many, like, what was the first video that probably did numbers for you guys? I'm not maybe saying that, you know, like, you know, yeah. maybe your hugest ones, but like, which yeah. ones were like, wow, you know, like that, like I got this amount of views. And so I th- it was majestic. Yeah, it was, it was pretty slow to start off with. Um, it took about a year before this the, happened. Yeah. And so what year was that? That was, that was 2015. January 1st. Um, it was a low rider show at uh the santa F- santa fe dam yeah nearby us so 
you know, we just had the idea to go check it out one day. Um, and it was a cool show. It was a really interesting, like different from what we usually do. Um, yeah, very different. <laughs> yeah, and like we threw up the, the we threw the video up on YouTube and, and it got uh, it got two hundred views in the first day. And like for us, uh, for yeah. us, that was like a big deal. Like wow, this yeah, that's never huge. Happened. Yeah, yeah, that's huge right big. now. That's huge yeah. today. Yeah, yeah. yeah and for for the longest time, that was our number one yeah number one it was video. the first one to reach a hundred thousand views yeah really and for yeah. us that was that was a big deal uh, what was your guys reaction when you guys uh first saw that <laughs> like <laughs> is something wrong with youtube <laughs> <laughs> yeah somebody hacked it <laughs> yeah we thought something was wrong with the algorithm <laughs> that's crazy and so you guys just uploaded that video and it just the algorithm like how how do you how do you guys how do you guys think like people found it? Like how did you know like the algorithm? It's a pretty it's, popular yeah, show. Yeah, it was pretty popular, and but like I think, we didn't know that at the time. Oh, <laughs> we just okay. showed up thinking like, hey, this is this might the be crowd, interesting. The crowd guys. for that show was a lot of younger people too. Yeah, the oh, writers like nineties okay. people. To, yeah, so it is a lot younger and so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's really interesting, actually. Yeah, because if you think about it, like younger people are the ones that have more access to like computers or phones, so they have more access to watch these videos. So that's kind of how it blew up. And then like, would you say that? All the other videos that followed that that also saw the same success was it also because more younger people attended those car shows or what kind of factor was kind of similar with the other successful videos? I think once we really had a uh, like we we hit a lot of the um, more popular shows in SoCal and these popular shows there's there's a mix of young and old so like um, it, it was just trying to figure out how we can we we can build a base of fans uh, around uh around socal around the united states and um it really started off as um trying to bring uh, trying to build our youtube channel around the brand of simple you know straight to the point videos action and you know just not trying to divert away from from that like yeah yeah, like sticking to one thing that we know and and like a standardized type of video like we didn't want to change it up and start doing vlogs or yeah, you know, some, <laughs> yeah. like something different from what like people were what saying. you guys already know yeah, yeah. people yeah. Were, people seem to like it yeah and a so, lot of people do vlogs yeah, yeah. so they you know it seemed like people were liking it and so we just yeah they don't want to hear that talk they want to see that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, action, that action. the important thing about cars is that people want to see them and people want to hear what they sound like and i think mm. our our channel does uh, a pretty good yeah. job the only time they don't want to see that talk yeah, yeah none <laughs> of that talk all that action do you guys have a name for you guys as fan base <laughs> rotters <laughs> no, that's a wild name for a fan base yeah. <laughs> but let's talk about um you know your videos with a mil- over a million views how many videos do you guys have on your channel that probably have over a million we views? have two two videos two. i think both of them were 2019 one was 2018 2018 the, the first one to hit it was from 2019 though Jeez, it was man. a surprise so success some recent success yeah, yeah. It was a show that we had never been to i don't think there was a youtube yeah, video was, of it either so, what was you guys' first reaction to seeing that you guys finally reached like a million, million. In so one yeah we, we were like looking at it like like we studied the analytics um, yeah and so we were kind of looking at it like hey this video is actually like taking off and yeah. so um youtube has this way of, of checking out what yeah. videos are like the most popular you know by analytics and all that and yeah. so this video was like we threw we put it up on youtube and we were watching it and it it did well within the first week and usually after it hits a certain like um like over ten thousand views is when I I stopped watching and was like okay that that did well that was a good yeah. trip yeah and then you know it starts popping up in more places like higher up on the algorithm list and he's like hey you know what this video is actually like 
doing still, really good. Yeah, still yeah. growing. Yeah. And, and, um, and pretty soon it was just like showing up top 10, top 5, and pretty soon top 3. And then we were like counting down the days. like, And then Brian was like, uh, looking at it, he's like, hey, I think if it still continues to grow at this rate, we're going to hit 1 million by like this day. And so, yeah. you know, it just... Uh, we were just watching it, like, hope, it yeah, hoping the momentum would stay there and, and continue yeah. to well, grow guys, and hit one mil. That was a huge surprise success. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was at the uh, All-American Originals car show. Damn. It was, it was County. all... Orange County? Orange yeah, it was County. all uh, pre-1977 uh, stock or restored American cars. And stock is the term for, like, not, not no, like, lots. modified. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, like, this show was cool because it was, like, Stepping into a time machine, like the the square, the the um, venue for the car show was Enderly Center, Enderly Center in Tustin, which is a old, older looking square. Like it was definitely around. <laughs> like yeah. I'm pretty sure it was at least. But you know the cars fit the environment, and it it was just all original cars, and it looked like you were stepping into a time machine. So it was it was yeah. pretty neat. Wow. Yeah, like clean cars and nice colors it was it was really pretty yeah wow. the, the club that hosts it is the antique automobile club of america and they have one of the biggest uh all original car shows in hershey pennsylvania and Damn. shout out to them yeah that's uh, hershey pennsylvania yeah <laughs> i don't know not get some yeah, chocolate i'm not to hershey <laughs> to, to the automotive yeah club, yeah, yeah definitely yeah, that was cool um definitely a surprise did, did you guys give each other like a handshake when you guys hit a meal they got a, he got um me a cake oh cake. we uh were our parents and and me he was at work so we we got brian a uh a little chocolate cake for as a surprise when we got home from work. <laughs> hey, we were watching. Yeah, we were making sure that that it was a celebrated milestone. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's insane. You know what's even cooler about this is like you love what you do. So as you're out yeah. there like filming and you know kind of collecting all the stuff that you need to make a video. Like at the same time you're kind of enjoying it and you're like, damn, yeah. this is what I love to do. So seeing like you know like a bunch of people kind of celebrate your hobby is also like it's also a milestone in and of itself you yeah, know that's really yeah. cool like a million people watch me kind of enjoy <laughs> myself and have fun out there so yeah, yeah. that's pretty cool yeah i mean what's that saying like it, it, it's never a, a bad thing when you know your success comes from what you love, love to, do. to do yeah. yeah and that's the goal mm-hmm. yeah exactly i mean it's kind of like you know, and you also get paid for this too. That mm. that's a very important part. Like <laughs> yeah. we we forgot about this. Like we totally glossed over it. Like you're also monetizing on yeah. all this success, yeah. which is very important. So that leads us kind of to like our next topic, where we're gonna talk a little bit about the business side of like the YouTube. You know, and you know, we obviously discuss you know the channel, what the channel's about, and you know how you guys kind of like, uh, you know, made it from there and you know got to where you guys are. So we just want to talk about the fourth point, which is you know. You guys think YouTube is sustainable? I do think YouTube Definitely. is sustainable. Um, the uh, important thing to remember is that uh, always consider who your audience is, uh, and then and consider what they want to see. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, in terms of st- sustainable, like it's it's gotten more difficult to make it. I think, but like yeah, yeah, like yeah, th- you know, because of certain factors in the past. Um, YouTube has made it harder to make YouTube into a business, but I'd say like just keep going at it and and there's a lot of things to try, you know, like, exactly. like with with your guys' YouTube channel, you know, there's a lot of ideas and and right. personally like for me I'm a visual you know, a visual person, so like I like to 
watch things um and and it's it's uh the best platform to you know have people watch what you do and engage with you comment section is, is there like you can you can study a lot of analytics and learn what to improve on which is why like despite all the issues that youtube continues to throw at creators i, I still think that it, it's a really sustainable platform for now yeah I, I kind of agree too uh the only thing that you know i was thinking of too that i thought was kind of interesting and obviously worth noting is how you said that nowadays it's kind of harder mm -hmm. like what would you exactly say made it harder to actually to actually be more sustainable um i, I know so for from from what i've heard from other people like um when uh new creators join such as yourselves right yeah it's uh i i don't think they they let you collect money until nope. you <laughs> until you you make it a lot further down the line i like, think it's like what ten thousand subscribers something like that no thousand yeah yeah so i mean like it'll probably come sooner than expected but like yeah. you know not being able to actually monetize no i well, I don't know. Maybe you could monetize, but I don't think you can collect until you have oh, a thousand. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I think the monetization option is there, but you don't get to touch anything until it's, <laughs> until it's <laughs> a thousand, thousand. subs. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's kind of, like, frustrating in that sense, like, especially if you... Like, like when, when you're um, like us uh, and you can actually, like, use the money, like, you can invest into your own business by being right. able to exactly touch that money like you know you want a new camcorder you want a new microphone laptop you can actually go into that Damn. so that's that's crazy though so let's say like i have like three vids with over a million views each and like i have less than a thousand subscribers for whatever reason <laughs> yeah. i can't collect that money I, from what i've well from what i understand no you can't wow yeah Damn. from what i understand i don't know maybe it has something to do with the views too i yeah. don't know if there's like a rule like there's big views or something like that yeah i don't yeah. know there's there's a lot of loopholes but you know it's something for you guys to look into. Yeah. Gotta start making, you know, a thousand emails and <laughs> don't do clickbait. Though. Yeah, yeah, definitely not gonna do no clickbait. But that's really crazy. And what do you guys think? You guys like learned along the way, just like with your YouTube channel. Mm, keep it simple. I think keep it simple. Uh, keep it simple. Focus on the audience. Yeah, you need to know what the audience wants to see and what they want to hear. Try new things. Well, yeah. So where'd you guys get that feedback from? Like, or like, hey, oh, like, I get a lot of comments uh, from certain people like thanks for filming and not speaking damn yeah that's kind of an interesting they take even, they even call out some of um some competitors like i had to stop watching this person because they talk too much stuff like that wow that's kind of interesting because if, if you kind of think about it like like a lot of times when people film and upload and everything and do stuff on youtube you kind of do what you want to do yeah like the way you would think that people would want it but at the end of the day, when you realize, and especially now that you're talking about it, like some people just prefer that you just kind of get straight to the point and do what you got to do, and that's it. Yeah. So it is kind of interesting yeah. to also have that other like thing to think about at the end at the end of the day too. Yeah, I mean, it could work for like other people, like if they're very entertaining, then it would work. Well, I mean, <laughs> vlogs are a thing because people are entertained. So I think yeah. I yeah. think like so we're not saying like vlogs are a bad thing, yeah. but it's just yeah. like whatever your audience is, you know, like. like wait, wait. Here's the thing, though. I think one big factor when making a vlog is you gotta be attractive <laughs> <laughs> no I'm serious you guys laugh but I mean I don't wanna look at no I mean uh, yeah yeah. like if the hunchback of Notre Dame started vlogging <laughs> that'd be kinda hard yeah no I'm not even like trying to be like on some like you know um, you on know, some slat shit no, on, yeah. some, <laughs> on some on, on some new type of stuff you know but 
I think you're really unless I mean unless you're like the base comedian, you know, like that. Well, they, uh, yeah, I mean, log, yeah, yeah. You if, be if, you're, if you're able to attractive. engage with your audience, like power to you, you know, like yeah. what that, that that's the thing about YouTube. There's no, there's there's usually no limits. Like as long as you don't like do some yeah. over the top like crazy thing, like <laughs> you can do almost anything on YouTube, which is which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I kind of like that, and I mean, it's kind of like how Johnny said, like, I mean. When you kind of switch over to the visual, like, it's kind of easier right now, like, for example, how we're kind of conducting this interview, and it's mostly, like, all, like, audio. Yeah. But when you do things visually, like, that's another thing that I've been kind of learning along, and now after hearing, like, you know, Johnny say his point, and you guys, like, the whole thing around it is totally different. Like, it's a whole nother road. You Like, some people just prefer to look at certain things, like, for you guys, it's some people just prefer, like, no talking, and as Johnny said, like, some people prefer to see something that's visually appealing. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's kind of hard to kind of balance all those things, because you can never fully please somebody, so yeah, how's yeah. it that you guys kind of go about kind of stuff like that, you know? Um, I mean, our main focus was always, um, how can we bring the car show experience to other people without like taking them to a car show right. so oh okay. yeah so i mean like like um we wanted to capture like uh, the sights and sounds yeah the sights and sounds and and um pretty much give a good overview of what a car show is like and the principal have you guys ever did you guys ever think about like uh showing up on camera or like talking or anything no that's not really my thing i'm not a very good speaker I th- I think we're we're pretty happy with what we do. I mean, it's it's a lot easier to um, watch something that like like if we don't appear in a video, like we can watch our products over and over again because we know what's in it. And you know, if we show up in in the video, like we have to worry about what we say, what we do. Oh, you know, okay, it's like yeah. just one less thing to worry about. But um, that being said, like there's a lot of different ways to yeah i'd say i'd say you guys are really you know blessed like how your channel is like is you guys want to appear on camera you guys do a very you know like minimalistic editing which probably makes it a whole lot easier and just kind of like (laughs) just showing up and providing people what they want you know like the crowd you know like uh the crowd that you have like just you know exactly what you know they were there for so i think you know that's pretty cool you know and you guys are in a unique situation because i think for like i'd say even around like 99 percent of like youtube creators like you guys you know like they're not in that same position as you where they could just be like, okay, you know, I don't yeah. have to put in any of the, like their own like self effort into something. Cause you know, they probably have to like appear on camera, talk, think about what they're going to say, all this, all that. They have, they're, they're the show. So yeah. people are like there to watch them. But with this, you know, people are there to watch what you guys yeah. are also passionate about. So that's why yeah. I think it's really cool. Yeah. I mean, it's like a good way to share what, what we're interested in. Yeah. That way people are judging the video and stuff, not what we look like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, it kind of just depends, like, what you do, because, like, as, like, in the case of car shows, like, people just want to see a car show. Like, even exactly. when we went today, like, we weren't, like, necessarily, like, trying to talk around everything. Like, we wanted to enjoy the cars. So, yeah. imagine trying to watch a video and you're hearing somebody trying to crack jokes and everything. It kind of <laughs> takes that tension away from yeah. what you're there for. So, it just kind of depends what you're trying to go for. But, you know, what would you say is, like, one of the hardest lessons that you kind of learned from YouTube, like, that you're like, damn, we really got to fix this? Oh, I'd say one of the things that that I kind of had to learn was shows that you think are going to do well may not do well. And, like, oh, sometimes okay. you put in a lot of effort, you go, like, crazy far, and the video only gathers, like, a couple thousand views. It's like, wow, what a punch in the gut. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, I still enjoy those shows, though. So yeah. I think that's still worth it. Yeah, so you guys still win at the end. 
Yes. Yeah. yeah. Ultimately, yeah. Ultimately, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Ultimately, but ultimately, that, that it's it's no matter what. I think it's still painful when dealing with the emotion. Yeah, like yeah. like you want you think something's gonna do well. You you know you have a good base and and still it doesn't perform up to expectations. Like from a business end, it is disappointing because yeah. Yeah. yeah you know. I think yeah. another thing too is receiving feedback from people or like negative feedback. Oh uh, yeah, uh, sure. there's always there's always those b- bad apples. Bad apples, <laughs> but it's necessary. It's yeah. necessary, you know, continue to learn and. You gotta cut them off the orchard, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'd say. Yeah, yeah. So, with all that being said, what is the end goal with YouTube for you guys? And like, you know, what's next for you guys? Passion with plastic cars. Do you guys have any like future plans for the channel or just? anything with this you know in general yeah I, I just wanted to start filming like one-on-one uh videos with car owners because oh. yeah because um there's this guy in the 90s that did these videos of trucks like yeah like classic trucks for the american truck historical society and so i kind of wanted to like do that with uh, old cars as well yeah that's really cool like the fact that you kind of want to shift into this kind of like one-on-one type of thing to make it more personal i think that's a really good thing that would allow people to see like i guess like more of the like human side i guess like they actually get to see more of your guys personality exactly more talking than like people also like hearing like how invested you are into your hobby so having that kind of knowledge and kind of like that feedback that's even good for networking as well so yeah i see that as being like a real positive for you guys moving forward yeah i can see that as well like just people like they like information you know probably information on the car information on the owner like how they got the vehicle yeah. like all this i'm yeah. sure people yeah. are really interested in that as well yeah. i'm definitely interested to know from other people yeah i mean from the start i always uh said that like how cool would it be if we can create a channel where like we don't have to work a day in our lives like that that's uh, a very that's always long, the goal that's, that's the a very goal. long yeah, term goal. goal yeah but like you know continue to grow continue to improve and um be the dominant socal car show channel yeah that's the goal the dominant goal so what yeah what what motivates you guys both you guys i think uh this we've received a lot of good support you know from people like you from different owners yeah car owners uh, and the organizers too yeah like club organizers clubs and all that so we we received some really nice support and i think a lot of people have really um said some nice things like they they support us and continue to um ask how we're doing ask how um the videos can are asked to share the videos um so just continue to receive um support has been uh, a really helpful and uh, motivational factor for the channel yeah and you know that's all like like super cool like all those things that you know kind of motivate you guys and pushes you guys to kind of be better like you know, like, considering that you guys have kind of, like, worked hard and you guys have, like, built up a relatively, like, successful channel, like, what would you guys say is, like, your advice for anybody, like, also for somebody that wants to monetize their hobby, like, what is you guys' like, advice to build a successful YouTube channel? Like, what are things that people should know about? Or, yeah, or just anything in general, you know, like, what mm-hmm. do you just, well, what do you think will motivate people to do um, that? Obviously, I think the, in, in a sense of, like, YouTube and, and all that, Focus on something that you really, really are passionate about, really love doing. So, you know, when when you really love what you do, it's no longer a chore. Yeah. Um, so, like for you guys, I, I 
admire that talk and and yes. your guys's <laughs> your guys's um well, thank you <laughs> appreciate it <laughs> yeah and how much you know how much dedication you guys have have for it and and i hope it's not not a chore for you guys um it's something fun to do so that really takes away um the the uh hard hard work aspect of it in a sense right. you know like like in your it should be something like in your free time you don't mind doing it you know like i get like some somebody like you you don't have a lot of free time but yeah. um that makes it a lot easier when right. you're able to do something and it's not you squeeze time in yeah it's not like exactly. a chore to you um and then uh build an audience of course um continue to market find your niche and then um reach out like network to other people network to other yeah people. because like like i've told you guys before the support from other people is more helpful than you could ever know yeah i think that's really solid advice if you if you put everything into perspective i think if you actually follow through with all this stuff it is very important you know yeah definitely i think it's definitely you know amazing accomplishments for two young people but i think you know the biggest you know attribute that kind of contributes to all this is kind of your guys's integrity and character for sure because these guys have, um, you know, for all you guys that are listening, you know, like definitely the Buttermans, Aaron and Brian are definitely some of the most like genuine, humble and nice people that we know. So, yeah, you thank know, you. I, like when we met them, like I would have never expected these guys to have like, <laughs> like over a mil, you know, of, that's crazy uh, of like any of like their views or, you know, they're like very humble, very nice people. So I think just that as well is a big contributor to you guys' success in YouTube as well. Yeah. Just you guys, you. Yeah. Just how you guys are, how you guys carry yourself, you know, people like you, you know, definitely, you know. Uh, God bless you guys like in those Thank type you. of ways you know so Thank you. I yeah. think that's a big contributor as well I think that's something very underrated and, and you know just something that people need to understand too you know just being a good char- uh, good character overall and you know just being a nice people just being like a nice person in general and you know just kind of being like humble as well you know I think all that and you know just your character and integrity like kind of carries you guys to like success too and you know add on top on top of two things so that's what I think you, Thank know, you. It's you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. and I, I agree wholeheartedly with like everything you said like when we first met him like who would have thought that you know you guys were doing all this crazy stuff and you know you guys were already like you guys already had a successful youtube channel but it's yeah. kind of how you know Johnny said, amazing students as well in school amazing students too and they helped us out a lot and it's just like a testament <laughs> a yeah, yeah a lot it's just a testament of like how humble you guys are and like how you guys are willing to kind of grind in silence which is like something that's underrated nowadays you guys grind in silence and you know, all the results just kind of show. All the results just kind of speak for you guys, and it's just kind of amazing. That's why, like, all the advice that you guys gave right now for, like, just overall, like, you know, doing things and, like, seizing, like, the moment and everything, and even for YouTube, like, it is valid advice because you guys are, like, proof of, like, when you actually go out to do something you love and put in the work and everything, you will get the results that you want. So I think that that's a really important thing. That's probably the most important advice right there. Thank yeah, you. exactly. So with that being said, we just want to thank Aaron and Brian for being guests on the show. And, you know, from then on for you guys, I think it's only to the moon from here. Exactly. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. And it was a really interesting episode. We actually, like, talked about a lot of interesting stuff. And, you know, we actually had a lot of fun at the car show today. And we learned more about their hobbies. We actually got to learn more about YouTube, learn about monetization, learn how everything works. You know, like, got some good YouTube advice from, you know, the, the Buttermans right here. So we just want to thank you guys. Yeah, thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Compass, for coming on. And, you know, like, thank you to everybody that's been listening. And, you know, this is a really interesting episode, as usual. You know, we always try to give you guys the best and try to, you know, interview all the people that we think would you guys, like, provide really learn value. from. Yeah, provide value and you guys would learn from. But without further ado, let's 
end this episode right here. All right. So without further ado, I'm Jonathan. And I'm Jose. I'm Aaron. And I'm Brian. And thank you guys for listening to that talk podcast today. See you guys next time. Peace.